Welcome to Pharma Talk Radio. I'm Valerie Bowling. Recently, I sat with Dr. Laura Esserman, who is a breast cancer surgeon and researcher at the University of California, San Francisco. Dr. Esserman is a cancer surgeon who believes deeply in the importance of integrating care and research. In this short podcast, hear Dr. Esserman's thoughts and how we can move towards uniting care and clinical research and the wave of the future on how medicine should be practiced. So, Laura, tell me about your view on integrating research and care. So, I think that it's time for us to really take a step back and ask what's the purpose of care and what's the purpose of research. The purpose of care is to do a good job taking care of someone. If all our treatments were perfect, our outcomes were great, and we didn't have toxic interventions or there was no side effects, then we wouldn't need research. But the truth of the matter is, we're far cry from optimal interventions. There's so much room for improvement, and the problem is that our care systems are not about improvement. But that really is what research is about. It's about how do you understand what you're treating, why why are things working, why are they not working, what can you do that's better. So why in the world do we have two separate systems? We have the system for care that has no integration. We have a completely separate system for research. They're both incredibly inefficient, and they don't serve our patients well. They don't serve our research enterprise well. Uh, They don't allow us seamlessly as a routine of care to understand what we are doing and figure out ways to improve it. I mean, no other industry in the world puts products on the market where they have no idea how they perform, and they really don't get any, any good feedback on, on, on outcome. So do you have any advice on how we're, and this is a mammoth question, but how we're going to change this? Because it's so siloed. Yeah. Oh, I, do, I do, of course. So, you know, my, my feeling is that the data that you need for research actually turns out to be the exact same data you need for care. So I think what we need to focus in on is what are the routine, what is the routine information we need in a reliable, structured form. It's time for us in clinical medicine to go digital, but to do so in an efficient way. What are the key attributes we need to know? You know, what are the key pieces of information that we need to collect? What are the interventions? And what are the longer-term outcomes? If we did it that way, we would seamlessly get feedback as a routine byproduct of care on what we did. And by the way, you could then target educational materials, you could target interventions that are services like psychosocial support or genetic counseling or smoking cessation or any myriad number of things, clinical trial matching, if you did it that way. There's a host of of processes that you could initiate. This is what every other modern day company does. This is what Salesforce has done in the consumer products industry. This is what Andy Grove did in organizing processes in the semiconductor industry. There is no reason we can't do things like that in medicine. And by the way, if we have that and someone matched to a trial, wanted to go into the trial and you push a button, all the data is there, that source, because it's collected at the source, that entire infrastructure that's set up, that 60% of the cost of trials goes away. It's such an incredible waste of time, resource, and energy. There's so much more we could be doing with that money. There's... You can't fix it by screen scraping your way, you know, to a better to a better product. And by the way, the tools that we have 
and the clinic. The electronic health records today are unbelievably inefficient. They're not structured. They don't provide any of this feedback on performance. And they increase our time by an hour a day or two hours a day. If we can do that, those, if we can use those systems, we can surely put a quality improvement layer on top that would change the nature of our practice, make it fun to figure out how to do things better, make the next generation of physicians the ones who can say, well, I can build a better mousetrap, better efficacy, less toxicity, you know, you know, less burden on the patients. And that's how we're going to get to a healthcare system that's solvent and better. And that's actually how we're going to bring the cost of drug development down so that we can continue innovation. There's plenty of money for innovation if we stop throwing money away on things that don't work very well and you know, actually take a serious look at how we collect and use data and make a serious effort to say it's time for us to change mm. and to make every electronic health record have to interface with these new checklist systems. We're working with the FDI on this. We call it one source, one source checklists. This is the wave of the future, and this is how to improve medicine. We need to go digital. We need to say, we're gonna go, we're gonna use the DICOM model. And I would say it, the era of DICOM for clinical care has come. So let's make it happen. All right. We had done a lot of research this year with um, hospital systems for this upcoming CRACO conference. And by far and large, it's so siloed, patients are never offered a clinical trial, almost never. And then you have these examples like the Sanford Health System, which is really unusual, where um, they have in done more to integrate care and research. Just any thoughts on first steps First steps, it's manageable and doable. People who are the clinical leaders have to say, this is the way medicine should be practiced. And our goal when we take care of someone is to make sure that we put all of our resources into getting high quality data at the time and the, and the outcomes that make a difference. That's how we're gonna change medicine. And you just have to start. We're gonna do a pilot in iSpy. In fact, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. I, we, we think that actually we can, we can use the iSpy trial where we're really trying to constantly improve what we do. We start with the systemic therapy first, people with large tumors at high risk, and see if we can make those tumors go away before people get to surgery. Imagine if we had all the data to take good care of someone. That's the data we need for the trial. There's no difference. So we're going to try and do this across our 22 sites in iSpy. And we just need one real-world example to show it can work, and we'll make it happen. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. You're very welcome. Dr. Esserman will be the keynote speaker on April 29th at the Clinical Research as a Care Option Conference, also known as CRACO, in Raleigh-Dorham, North Carolina. It is organized by the Conference Forum, and for more info, visit theconferenceforum.org. And to learn more about Dr. Esserman and her incredible work with the iSpy2 Collaborative Clinical Trial, check out Quantum Leap Healthcare at quantumleaphealth.org. Thank you.